Hi, this is Brad Humphrey, and this is another podcast for the contractor's best friend. Today's topic is on safety and its impact on your company's culture, the employee engagement that takes place, and attitude. Fortunately, we're uh, sponsored by two great companies, Caterpillar and ForConstructionPros.com. And talking about pros, we have two experts with us today, Lonnie Fritz and Jason Hurtis. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you doing today, Brad? Good, Brad. Thank you for having us. You bet. Well, our focus on safety, and obviously of all the topics we could ever do a podcast on, there's no one that would ever question safety is number one. And boy, has it come a long way. It really has come a long Mm -hmm. way in construction over the last 20 or 30 years. Right off the top, it is our top priority, but let's talk about how technology has assisted safety. What are some thoughts and observations and experience you guys have had through the years? What are what are some of the big technology advancements? That oh, we've seen? We, we'll start with the simple stuff. I mean, rear view cameras, rear view cameras in your car, backup sensors, same thing on construction equipment. It's very hard to get a new piece of equipment without a rear view camera. Seat belts, you know. 20 years ago, seatbelts and construction equipment, just like cars, you know, they weren't there. They're Andrew there now. now. You got operator presence in a lot of machines. You can tell when the operator's out of the seat. If the seatbelt's not on, you get onboard indication, offboard indication. So a supervisor can get indication that, hey, Jimmy's not wearing a seatbelt. We're letting you know now. So the, the foreman or the, the owner can uh, get them to wear their seatbelt. Um, ladders, entries. Uh, that's where most of the accidents fall. And I think most contractors will tell you that. It's, it slips, trips, and falls on a job site, okay. climbing up and down equipment. Um, ladders and entrances have changed. You'll find a lot more walkover stairways, inclined ladders than what you've seen in the past. Um, those are some of the basic things that, that we have or that most manufacturers have put in from a safety standpoint on the job site. Use the uh, next-generation excavators that we just launched recently, Brad. Um, as the the current machine anyway with obviously more to come but uh, ground level maintenance trying to have as many of those service points those daily maintenance checks from the ground level keep those operators off of the machines crawling around on when the dew's the heaviest in the morning right crawling around the machines trying to do their checks keeping at the ground level as much as we can based on the size of equipment um, whether it's the quick evac systems or the fluid fill system you know with the diesel fuel or the def um, wherever we can keep those on the ground we are doing that like jason mentioned uh, the ladders the handrails all the the common three points of contact type stuff um, fire suppression is huge you know before the fire gets to you the automatic suppression systems that uh, extinguish the fires um, Again, a lot of product link, vision link, back office yeah. alerts going right to the to them. Um, so again, safe, safety is paramount. Um, we, we can't tout that enough. A lot of it's being written into bid specifications now that says your confi- your equipment will shall be configured in this way. Or that teeth and be on the site. Yeah. So it's been one of the biggest changes we've seen in contracts, isn't it? Yes. Absolutely. Jobs, yeah. But. Yeah. Now it's more of the client's driving safety right. as much as it is the contractor right. because it's the standards that are being held to. So incidents do not happen on the job site. Awesome. You know, one of the things that, that we know safety, it's becoming more of a culture thing too, isn't it? Yes, oh, it, it definitely is. is. Guys, it has to be a culture yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, it's got to literally start at the top. It has to be it a has buy-in be. from the top and cascaded down. So literally I've seen an in- instance where an owner made it outside the office onto a construction site without his vest on and was he called out in a hurry he was called out he was brought back over to his vehicle the foreman ran to the truck got him a vest and said here please put this on 
the owner felt completely, he felt terrible. You know, he felt like the smallest guy on the job site. But it has to be bought in from the top, cascaded down throughout the organization, all the way down. And, uh, you know, the most effective programs are the reminders, the incentives, and a safety book. You know, when I was back in the industry, we had guidelines to follow. We had annual safety meetings. We had the OSHA cards. We have to be proactive or, you know, incidents will gobble you up. One of the things that, you know, as you said that, I was just thinking that incentives, I don't have, a, personally, I don't have a client I work with that does not have some kind of a safety incentive. You never saw that 15 yeah. years ago, but boy, you're doing it now. And the incentive, you know, at the at the highest level is inherent, right? It's right. to go home safe Absolutely. to those that love you. Absolutely. And uh, so it's kind of looking out for yourself and your teammates, and then you have the other incentives from there. How is safety technology, how are we getting more aggressive to engage employees with it? Can you address that a little bit? I think some of it's their PPE, their personal protective equipment. It starts there for sure. It starts with the wearables. I would say wearables is probably on the leading edge, the cutting edge right now. And what I mean by that is the RFID tags, Mm -hmm. whether it's in your hard hat, on your vest, a chip that you may wear, um, recording your location that gets into our detect technologies, one of them under the Cat Connect technology suite. And that is simply object detection, personnel detection. So you have the hardware on, let's say, a medium wheel loader. You have the wearable on the employee and you get visual and audible alarms, depending how you have the system set up, that, hey, you're in the work zone. So we have a lot of customers right now that are highly um, adopting the detect technology. It's another one of those things, Brad, that um, is just gonna become second nature. It's just gonna be part of their business. Right. And it's a, it's a savings in many ways. You know, if there's an incident, it's worker morale. It's cost to investigate. It's the, it's the cost of the insurance premium. So again, it's another technology that's an investment now we're investing in human life. Yeah, what's interesting is as we get this new generation of workers coming in, they don't have anything to compare it to. So, you know, I see this a lot with boomers who remember the old days when they weren't tied off when they were over five, 10 feet up, that kind of thing. But the newer generation of workers, they've never had that to compare it. So what they're learning, they may not like it any more or less, but they didn't have that, well, we don't, you know, this slows me down, you know. They don't have that background to, to think through that. And what's funny is a lot of times when you hear workers talk about all oh, the, the safety uh, tech, the safety uh, tools and all that slow me down, it really doesn't. We've proven that it doesn't have to slow the employee down. But, uh, you know, to your point, Lonnie, one of the things I used to tell my employees all the time, hey, we want you to go home and see your kids every day. Correct. Right. So that's a big deal. In the mines, I know there is even more than the uh-huh. guy that's out paving streets and, and parking lots. And, and there's, again, there shouldn't be any difference. But Jason, tell me in the mines and in the quarries, there is a strict adherence to safety. Oh, definitely. And it, I think it is heavier than the construction environment. It shouldn't be like you said, but it, it definitely is. Some of it's the, the federal regulations. Mm-hmm. You know, Imshaw is driving a lot of that. Um, some of it's the contractors themselves. I mean, we've had more requests for 360 cameras. You get in some of our big haul trucks, and honestly, you cannot see a pickup truck behind you or to the side. Mm-hmm. So we're putting 360 cameras on there so the operator can see all around him by looking straight ahead and just looking at the, the camera screen. Uh, radar detection, object detection is becoming more and more popular with, you know, avoidance processes um much like the automotive industry you know you've seen the commercials where you get too close to the car ahead of you the brakes automatically apply we've seen those same requests and those same technologies needed in the quarry and aggregate space 
um, excavators with cameras so you're not swinging around into something you're not swinging to a, a person walking up to the cab um, so it's really it's really exploding um, with that again drone technologies yeah. kind of taking over in safety you know watching operators making sure the job site's safe flying the job site before and afterwards um, has really improved the safety aspect of of the quarry site or the mining site yeah and, and as it affects the newer employee what, i mean there, there are statistics out there and a lot of articles have been written about uh, a lot of the younger workers they'll leave you if they don't feel safe in the workplace they're not going to hang around uh, hopefully they don't leave the industry but they won't hang around with your company if you don't really promote it and, and back it up that's yeah because it may be an environment that's fairly new to them if not totally new so you know you can go into uh one of the most dangerous industries that there is being construction and be spooked to start with. Exactly. So uh, a company that's proactive, that has safety first, it, it, it brings a new level of comfort. Right. And again, it shows the value that the employer has for their employees. Yeah. I, I know as a, a, an equipment manufacturer and, and supporting this industry like Caterpillar does, you can't, you can't cover 100% of everything every day, right? At the same time, what would be some suggestions that you guys have found, or maybe observations you've made again, that that a leader can, can do to execute to ensure that safety is taken seriously and that we're following that? Because I'm telling you, contractors still have struggles with keeping their guys and gals in the field complying to just basic safety requirements, whether it's wearing hard, I mean, I don't know how many times mm-hmm. I've seen workers out there without a hard hat or if they're supposed to have safety glasses on don't have them on and and they know they're supposed to but what are some things you guys might provide for us some input for contractors to how do how do we get our people to engage safety so that it's embraced and we hold people accountable i mean some of it's basic reminders yeah i mean when you see somebody off the ground that's not tied off one make sure they have the equipment to tie themselves off Make sure that you're providing, you know, the safety sunglasses or the safety mm-hmm. vests and make sure they're the right type based on the equipment that they're right. working around. Does it need to be a breakaway? Mm-hmm. We've been, I've been at customer job sites where they have different colored safety vests for different people. So if you're a contractor, like they would look at Caterpillar, I would have a different color vest than everybody else. Gotcha. So they know, hey, he's not really familiar with the job site. He's a visitor. Pay a little bit more attention to him or her and what's going on. You know, make sure you help them out, coach That's them along insight. ways. Yeah. Um, different colored hard hats, right. I've seen things like that. But most of it from the ones that I've seen that have had successful records, you know, based on the boards pulling in, you know, we've worked a thousand days without an, without an injury. It's mm-hmm. just a constant reminder, both down from the management down and the employees back up of, hey, this is, this is unsafe. We need to stop and fix yeah. it. Okay, we're not going to punish you. We're going to stop. We're going to do it right you know my uh, my harness is getting war can you get me a new one no problem here's a brand new one things like that it's a good suggestion you know i had a real life example just a couple of years ago with a contractor that had retractables that they use just about every day because they were working up and uh but they went out and they went out one day and there were five or six guys on the crew four or five of them were going to need them um and two of the retractables didn't work and uh they were very fortunate because two or three of the guys who just by accident the guy slipped a little bit and he didn't it wasn't slipping where he got, couldn't gotten too bad too hurt but hurt too bad but anyway make a long story short he found out the retractable didn't work and so again they have a policy they had a process that they're supposed to check retractables on a daily basis yeah. and all that kind of thing and and uh, in this case it could have saved somebody's life uh, you know that kind of thing by finding it out so it's not uncommon for those even if we have the equipment is the equipment in working order 
is it where it's supposed to be, right? That yep. kind of thing. Yeah, it's like the papers that are supposed to come with trench boxes. You know, you're supposed yeah. to possess those on the job for That's shoring right. trench protection. You know, the tags that are on the cable slings for lifting pipe. The you know the latches that are on the actual hooks on an excavator. You know where you do hook the sling into. So a lot of it's accountability. So again, it's cultural having the resources. But it's I like Jason's term there, and something I can bring up is it's continuous. Yeah, it's not the one day annual safety training when <laughs> the right. snow's flying in a snow state. That's right. It's where the job begins. I don't care if it's the training I'm providing. We start the day with the toolbox talk. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all went home. Let's come back and start our day off right and remind ourselves of safety, and then carry that culture throughout. And it's the buddy system. Hey, Jason, do you need a vest? Oh, shoot, I forgot it's in the truck. Yeah. You're looking out for each other. It's yeah. a crew. You know, your family on the job site yeah. as well as the family waiting for you at home. Yeah, I, I've taught field planning at some of the national shows that some of you guys have attended before on field planning. And, and, and But one of the things I teach, I actually developed a little card huddle card. And it's a morning, early morning AM huddle, PM huddle. But on the AM huddle, there's always a line for the foreman, to, and this is for a crew, uh, is to remind the crew of the safety issues, whether that be making sure you got all your personal wear things available, make sure they're working, whatever you've got that's supposed to work, make sure we know we have flagged areas on a job site that might be a little bit unsafe to make sure we, those are all blocked out. The other thing we've done is we actually assigned one of the employees on the crew to actually be an additional safety coordinator. They're not the boss, that's still the foreman, but there are they are an extra set of eyes and it, it provides just another set of insurance. In fact, for in some cases, when they first get to a job site, this individual might actually take a quick walk about where the guys are going to be working that day just to see if there's anything that's changed overnight, as sometimes there are, right, that could, that could create a little bit of a safety problem. Thanks for listening to part one of safety and its impact on your business. Be sure to catch part two as well and join us for all of the Contractor's Best Friend podcast sponsored by Caterpillar and ForConstructionPros.com. Thanks for listening and put the things we've talked about to work for you.